Welcome back to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. This is a bonus episode and it's only going to be up for a week and I love it. It's intense, it's fiery, it's Shakti filled, it's divine feminine filled. We go into Kali, Lilith, Persephone. These are all dark goddesses, by the way. Shadow workers, wild woman liberators. Uh, They're gift filled, amazing, light filled, glorious. I think everyone on the planet would benefit from working with these energies. And we do that in this episode. Like we are not just talking about them, we're, we're working with them. You get to feel their energy. Right? You get to touch into these Shakti goddesses and what they bring to us. We also go into medicine woman, talk about Hecate, talk about blood mysteries, talk about womb wisdom, and then we go into sacred sexuality. We talk about sexual healing, awakening, talk about raw essence of, of feminine sexual energy and how that gifts us and how we can work with that. So going into these five different aspects we're doing this special because we just recorded this live in our facebook group never really know what's going to come out of them but got such raving reviews and felt like it is such a gift so for me it was when everyone showed up live in circle i was like whoa (laughs) we're we're really going for it this isn't just having a chat about different ways to work with the feminine. This is, we're actually going to go in and, and do a bit of this and we're going to work with this energy and we're going to stand in this energy and we're going to really open to what's here for us. So I invite you to walk into this episode going, what's here for me? Who's calling me? What energy is calling me? Which of the feminine archetypal energies that we're talking about here is really singing to me, right? Is it medicine woman? Is it sacred prostitute? Is it Kali? Is it Persephone? Is it Lilith? Is it all of them? (laughs) And there's a sale on those five retreats right now. We're taking them off the website. You'll hear me talk about this later on, way toward the end. I mean, really, we were about to dive into this. And so I'm just going to kind of warn you. I had an eight minute warm up before diving into the part that you're going to start at in a second. So just get ready. I'm already on fire when, as soon as this intro finishes, like it is right into the middle of things. So just kind of get your system ready as best you can for some, some fierce grace and some wild woman liberation and some sacred sexual healing, um, and just a whole lot of juice coming at you, (laughs) a whole lot of love. Um, and my, you know, my wish really is that this just gift you in the way that it's meant to gift you really and truly um, open what it's meant to open, awaken what it's meant to awaken, bring insights it's meant to bring. Um, yeah, just from kind of my heart to yours, this is a gift. And again, it's only up for a week. So definitely want to listen to the full thing before the week is up because we're going to take it down. That's um, and then we'll go into Um, regular scheduled programming. So I will go into those Robert Ohado kind of deepening in on some of the themes or bringing some embodiment practices to episode one. So know that we're still on schedule to do that. This just came through and we really wanted to share it because I think that there's so much in here for every, everyone in our community. All right, enough of me talking. Okay, just make sure you're ready. Just get ready, get ready and enjoy. Let's all take a deep breath together. So deep breath, 
feminine wisdom practices are very embodied. They're inclusive of the heart. They're inclusive of the womb. They go into deeper wisdom centers. And so let's just bring ourselves into our bodies. Let's feel really grounded. Let's invite lower chakras to open, lower wisdom centers to open. Let's also invite deep roots to form. Deep roots, deep roots, deep roots, deep roots, deep roots, deep roots. And you can just visualize that or breathe that, but just inviting deep roots to form into the ground. I'm gonna ask you all to help me with this. So deep roots into the ground. And what we're doing is we are going into the hidden feminine mysteries. This is one doorway in, there's many doorways in. One doorway in is to go into the depths, the depths, the mysteries held in the depths. And a lot of the feminine wisdom, a lot of the feminine mysteries are held in the depths. And it's a really, really beautiful, I want to say simple, <laughs> but possibly not simple, um, doorway in to access deep feminine mysteries, right? We hear all of this stuff like feminine mysteries, women's wisdom practices, womb wisdom, sacred sexuality. What is this? What is this creation, the goddess, right? It's this, it's this, and it's real. It's real and it's accessible, right? It's accessible to us here in this moment. So breathing the body open, heart open, womb space open. Even if you don't have a womb, it doesn't matter. Just allowing that wisdom center to activate bring some breath to it, some awareness, and then deep roots into the earth, deep roots into the earth. And what you're doing is you're, you're inviting your own connection to the mysteries of the feminine to be created, right? And you can just do that. Imagine yourself as the tree of life. Tree of life is another beautiful doorway into feminine mysteries, tree of life. And you just imagine you become the tree of life. Your body becomes the trunk of the tree and you grow deep, 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 deep roots, deep roots into the hidden mysteries of the feminine, deep roots. And you let the roots go as deep as they need to, to touch into the hidden mysteries of the feminine. Because this was our practice that kind of opened up things, this is an embodiment practice, it's a feminine practice, it's a way of um, uh, opening the door to the feminine mysteries. What's most arising in this moment to talk about is the medicine women, is the medicine women, is this energy that is very grounded, it's very earthy, it is raw, it is connected to all of nature. It is connected to our blood cycles. It is connected to the moon cycle. It is connected to seasons. It is connected to the birth death cycle. This is medicine woman. This is, this is the medicine women. This is, this is their gift. Their gift is to plug us in to Gaia, to um, to our own natural rhythms, to allow us to come into connection, which we are so incredibly devoid of in many of our societies. And much of the way that we live is we live under fluorescent lights and we live in air conditioned rooms and we drive cars really fast and we don't necessarily, or we, we've lost our connection to the natural world. We've lost our connection to the natural world and how that manifests in our anxiety levels, in our stress levels, in our, um, even our blood cycle, right? In our 
body, our physicality, how that manifests in our organs, how that manifests in our blood. So if I were to feel into medicine woman and I were to feel into the gifts also, let me share this part with you, is when working with this territory, I'm gonna use the word witch and I know that that's so overused, but, but let's link the two because it's important, it's important, is this is, um, this is what opens that up for us. It's like the feminine women's wisdom keepers, the shamans, the, the feminine aspect of shamanic practices though, feminine, which is extremely embodied. It's extremely embodied. So when we talk about blood mysteries, we're talking medicine women. When we talk about fertility mysteries, that's medicine woman territory. And again, this can be in many other territories. And so don't let your mind go, oh, well, I thought that was the great mother. Well, yes, that too, that too. But if we feel into some of the greatest sexual healing that I have seen has come from medicine woman energy, has, has come from being in a space, being in a circle of women that are just working the blood mysteries. They are working women's wisdom. They are just holding this big space of let us heal your womb. Let us heal your yoni. Let us release you from everything that has been stored in that lower section of your body. Let us loosen the numbness. Let us release you from the ghosts held in your pelvis, the, the horrific experiences held in your pelvis, even beyond this lifetime. Let, let us rewire this. They, they hold this amazing amount of wisdom. So I could go on and on and on and on and on about this. Also, let me make the link between the witches. So I know I'm talking like very much about the earthy, the connection, the, the blood mysteries, the womb wisdom that comes about, the body wisdom that comes about, the, the awakening of the lower chakras, the connecting us into earth, the connecting us into our bodies and all the physical things that follow that um, is um, she also opens some of our innate esoteric wisdom capacities. For instance, working with her opens up like, gosh, I, I just know how to put my hands on someone and heal them. I just know how to see a trajectory, like seer, oracle, you can use the word psychic. Again, we start to get into all of these <laughs> heady things and like judgments around things. But that is part of her gift. Her gift is to see beyond the veils. Her gift is to, for those of you who might use the term Akashic records, her gift is to, to be able to traverse the realms and to walk into the Akashic records and see past, present, and future. That's a, that's a good and proper medicine woman gift, right? As you stand at the crossroads of life and you can see past, present, and future. You can see all directions and you can see way beyond just what our typical human mind can access. That's medicine woman. Very um, um, wide, um, varied capacities in medicine woman. Um, and oftentimes hidden under 
We got burned at the stake for doing this shit the last time around, hidden under the fears, hidden under the fears of becoming fullness, becoming that witchy, becoming that connected to earth, becoming that connected to inner cycles, becoming that magical, that powerful, becoming that witchy, right? And, and all of the absorbed conditioning around that, oh, you're weird, you're gonna turn into the crazy cat lady on the hill, right? You, you ostracized from society or demonized or possibly even memories of being burnt at the stake. And I'm not even, uh, whether you believe in past lives or not, this is just kind of that hidden territory, that hidden territory of what's here and what's preventing me from, from connecting in to this aspect of the feminine, which is a glorious, wise aspect of the feminine. Without this aspect, I will, I will throw this out there. This is a bold ass statement, crazy bold statement. We never become elders. Without this connection, it doesn't have to be through archetypal energy or for us birthing a new world retreat or working with Hecate or working with medicine women's circles. It can be many, 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 many different ways. But I will, I will boldly make the statement, we never mature into wise elder without this connection to the medicine women because of the wisdom held there. Because of the wisdom held there, right? I think most people die without even hitting elder. I think most people die without that wisdom. And, but it's right here, it's right here. So that retreat is birthing a new world. That retreat is birthing a new world. I know it has, it's for whatever reason, that's the name that came through, but it is all of this territory. It is all of this territory. It is creation, it is the blood mysteries. It is medicine woman territory. It is the birth death cycle. It is our most underrated retreat our most underrated retreat. It's in my top three of anything I've ever created. Anything I've ever created. I blew up a hot tub giving energetic birth during the middle of that retreat. Like literally blew up a brand new hot tub in the middle of that. But, it, but <laughs> I had to call the people at the Airbnb that I was on and say like, hey, I don't know your hot tub is spraying water and it's leaking all over the place. I don't know what happened. They're like, it's brand new. And I was like, I did not tell them about the meditation practice that I was doing in there the night before, and it was giving birth. It was giving birth. And we do that, our bodies do that. It is part of what we know how to do. Whether it's physical birth or it's energetic birth, it is one of the greatest um, gifts is for that channel of the body to be open. Okay. So that's birthing a new world for rewilding retreats. If that's something that sings to you. Where do we go from here? I know that was a lot. Um, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. All right. <laughs> it takes me a moment to just shift energy. I'm out of medicine, woman, into dark goddess territory. And um, we're gonna start with Kali. We're gonna start with Kali. And whew, even just saying her name brings tears to my eyes. Um, whew, she has had my number um, since I first opened the door to working with this aspect of the feminine. Um, she is, uh, very, very, very intimate, <laughs> a very intimate relationship with her. And 
we were going to feel into Kali, what I want to invite us to do is to fuck off this surface level, new agey, commercialized bullshit around her. Commercializing Kali? You have got to be fucking kidding me. How the fuck have we twisted and manipulated some ferocious, fucking ego-liberating, sacred fire energy like Kali into a goddamn t-shirt? Come on! This is an archetypal energy that will literally stop at nothing to give you your everything. When she calls your name, she often life tsunamis you. Life fucking tsunamis you. Not to cause you pain or to punish you in any fucking way. Because she loves you that much that she's willing to show you that there is way more, way more to you, way more to your love, way more to your potency, way more to what you're here to create, way more. That's Kali, that's Kali. She will literally step in and say, you've been playing victim your whole life, enough, enough, right? It's not sweet. It's not often sweet, although there are faces of Kali that are mother. Om Kali Ma. Om Kali Ma. It's like, great mother, come here, my child. Drink from my bosoms. Come here, my child. It's also that. It's also that energy. There's many facets. There's a sexual thread to Kali, but it is a truth that most cannot stand to go near. It is a sort of truth that most of us can't stand to go near. We can't get that fucking honest with ourselves. We can't get that honest about our lives. It's hard. It is hard. It is hard. And there's no place that this glorious archetypal feminine gifting goddess energy cannot traverse. No place. She'll traverse the physical body. She'll move into the energetics. She'll move into the chakra system. She will move like a snake up into your intestines and rip them out because you've been holding on to some really old shit that's holding you back. That's her. That's her. It is fierce love. It is fierce liberation. It is fierce grace. That's Kali. That's Kali. Whew. Right now, <laughs> Interestingly enough, that is the most popular retreat. That is the most popular retreat right now. That is the most popular retreat right now. And it makes my heart sing <laughs> um, that, that the energy of Kali is um, doing what she does, is, is moving how she wants to move, right? Um, she is, she is glorious. She is glorious. She will cut through all of the ways that we keep ourselves small, all of the wounds that we keep holding on to, 
all of the karmic patterns we keep repeating. That's Kali. That's Kali. Hmm. So that's simply titled Kali Online Retreat. <laughs> I have not run an in-person retreat in the last four years. Maybe when I first started out, I didn't always like see Kali coming in or um, her arriving in a, in a retreat. But without her, um, that archetypal energy, that goddess energy, that divine feminine grace and gifting um, come in. Uh, we're sexual healing and awakening. Kali will show up. Kali will show up. That in-person retreat that some of you are coming to, some of you are thinking about coming to, she will show up because she's a liberator. She is a fierce, ferocious liberator and truth teller. And when it comes to sexuality, we need fierce truth. We need liberators. We need the dark goddess. We need the wild feminine to set us fucking free. To set us fucking free. Our sexual energy, so we're gonna shift now. <laughs> we're gonna go into sacred prostitute. We're gonna go into sexual healing and awakening energy. Our sexuality is such a beautiful gift. It is light, it is love, it is creation. It is, um, It is not something to be shamed. It is not something to be hidden in a closet. It is not something to be objectified. It is not something for us to be afraid of. It is not something for us to stuff down in the corner. It is not. What is that doing? That is essential juice. That is essential. That is essential feminine essence. It is essential life force essence that we are denying that we are denying or we are shaming or we are guilting or we are stuffing away in a closet or we are putting um, it in a box, right? This is life essence. It is you, it is me, it is every living being on this planet. How have we distorted this this way? And what is that doing to our physical well-being? What is that doing to our relationships? What is it doing to our babies? What is it doing to what we create in the world? What is it doing to mother nature? How we treat her raping and pillaging away, right? What, what if we had this healthy, healthy, beautiful relationship to our sexual energy? What if, what if, how would that change? How, and I'm not talking about just in the bedroom. I'm not talking about sex. I'm not even talking about sex. That is one one millionth of the expression of this energy. One one millionth of the expression of this energy. It is our bodies. It is our life force. It is creation. It is our fertility. It is how we are able to think and dream. And it is our intuition. It is our intuition. It is our body. It is our relationship to our body. There are so many, so many people in this world that can't find joy or happiness. Just life is not joyful. Life is not joyful. What if it's because we haven't allowed ourselves to feel pleasure? What if feeling pleasure in our bodies is innately tied to our ability to be happy? What if, what if? What if it's not taking Prozac or Zoloft? I'm, I'm not even sure I might have those names wrong. I don't know. What if it's not taking antidepressants? What if it's fucking healing our relationship to our sexuality? 
What if it's just letting our innate essence, our creative life force juice, our sexual energy, which is just raw and pure and beautiful, not be tarnished, not be twisted, not be distorted, not be shamed. What if it's that? What if it's just for us women? That is a huge part of our bodies. That is a huge part of our mental well-being. It is a huge part of our emotional well-being. It is a huge part of our physical well-being. What if it's because we don't have full expression? What if it's because we haven't opened up to and found a way to have healthy relationship? What if that's what's causing depression? What if that's what's causing um, my stomach aches? What if that's what's causing my breast cancer? What if that's what's causing horrible fucking relationship to everyone I've ever been in? What if that's what's causing Right, it is not just fucking. It's ridiculous that we've done that. Ridiculous that we've done that. And we, we haven't done it, right? We, we walked into a collective energy that has already been built on that. We walked into the objectification of feminine sexuality already. We walked into the judgment of beauty the judgment, the shaming of beauty, the judgment, the shaming of feminine sexuality. We've walked into it. We've walked into how we tarnish pleasure, how we tarnish pleasure. We've walked into sister wound. We've, we've walked into it. We've walked into, and, and it's like we just breathe air, and it's in the air, right? We've walked into family systems. We've walked into the collective psyche in this way, and, and it's... It doesn't have to stay that way. We don't have to stay in those patterns. We don't have to stay in those patterns. <laughs> so that is sexual healing and awakening, both in person, depending on when you're watching this, and online. In person, obviously, um, being together for four days in a circle of women will go very, very, very different places than the online retreat, but both um, are options and are available. Okay, let's feel. All right. Um, these next two, <laughs> we could go into either um, because both have... Actually, I would like to do this. I'd like to go into Persephone. I'd like to go into Persephone from here. And the energy of Persephone will we'll lighten it up. I've just been... <laughs> roaring <laughs> for a bit. It's been calling liberation and then sexual healing and awakening. <laughs> and then let's, 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 let's shift into Persephone. And uh, Persephone brings back our innocence. Persephone brings back our innocence as one of the many things she does. Working in Persephone energy brings us to maiden brings us to innocence in that particular online retreat. We work with fountain of youth energy, fountain of youth energy. And it's opening up to this feminine springtime, feminine blossoming, feminine innocence, just, just our innocence. It is an aspect of the feminine. It's just our innocence and our fountain of youth energy that we can touch into at any moment and to move that energy through the body to lubricate joints to soften armoring that we've maybe put up around ourselves to awaken our pleasure to open hearts to um, relax 
nervous systems to bring us out of you know high level stress anxiety this is an aspect of working with persephone i'm talking about her because there's so many facets and we explore these facets that i'm talking about in the online retreat for persephone there's an aspect of working with mother energy as well so in persephone's um, myth in Persephone's gifting, in her Shakti, in her energy. We have a capacity to work with cutting in a beautiful way, cutting, honoring, releasing cords to mother. Many of us um, were not necessarily initiated into womanhood. Many of us were not initiated into womanhood. And if we were, that is such a gift and such a blessing. I know that that's happening so much more. Are these rituals, are these rituals and initiations into womanhood? But many of us weren't. And so what Persephone brings about is this initiation into maturity, into womanhood, regardless of what age we're at, regardless of what age we're at. She brings us from and oftentimes will shift us out of our adolescent, doesn't matter what age we are, I can say in my 30s, probably still now, I have adolescent tendencies on occasion, right? In relationship or, I don't know, around, I don't even know. I can't think of any like examples off the top of my head, but just where you might have a moment you go like, wow, I feel so childish. Or I feel so, I feel like an adolescent schoolgirl, but it's not serving the moment. Sometimes that, you know, like playful childish is just beautiful and it serves the moment and it's so true. But sometimes it's just that we actually haven't matured into another expression around possibly sexuality, around intimate relationship, around relating to the masculine in whatever form it's taking, could be in another human being, could be just in the world, could be in ourselves. What is our relationship to the masculine? This is a big part that Persephone brings us. Big part of what Persephone brings us is these different, what is our relationship to maiden, to mother, to crone? She, she shows us that. What is our relationship to the maturation process? What is our relationship to masculine energy? So Persephone's myth, she was denied growing up. She was denied, her mother Demeter denied her, like kept her sheltered, kept her sheltered, kept her safe, wanted to keep her innocent, wanted to keep her away from all the danger and harms in the world. And then she was initiated by the dark god, Pluto Hades, right? She was initiated and there's a lot in that myth and there's an option to work with Hades energy and sacred union between the two and to work through um, the claiming energy, the feminine desire to be claimed, the feminine to claim me, take me, but to work with it in a very high level, love filled, grace filled, no shame, no guilt, right? None of the twisted manipulative energy of it, just the a glorious beauty of feminine surrender, the glorious beauty of feminine craving to be taken, to be claimed. That's 
an add-on to that retreat. So I know that that's not everyone's thing or not everyone's ready for that, to work with sacred sexuality between those two archetypal energies, which is um, obviously Hades, Pluto, and Persephone. But she becomes initiated into, let me feel into the right words here, um, into, she's, she's brought into the underworld by Hades, Pluto, some will say abducted, whatever, it's the myth, it's like Beauty and the Beast, very similar to Beauty and the Beast, right? But she's abducted. And in that is her initiation into womanhood, right? Her initiation into womanhood. And many of us can relate to that where life has just like thrown us off the cliff, like time to grow up sunshine, right? And we just, it's like um, rapid fire initiation. Like you now need to grow up. You now need to grow up. That's oftentimes a Persephone initiation where it's just like you are thrown into a situation where you need to stand on your own two feet and you need to figure it out and you need to do it quick. Right? And you're like, holy crap, that was intense. I don't ever want to do that again. But the gifts that it gave me were um, priceless. Were, were priceless. So let me feel. She brings us to ultimately to queen. She brings us to queen out of princess. Not that there's anything wrong with princess um, or maiden and into queen, sovereign, right? This is a word that's like thrown around all over the place. Sovereign self. She brings you there. She brings you there amidst teachings around masculine and feminine divine union, right? The play, the tantric play between the two, the polarities between the two. She becomes sovereign fucking queen with capacity to fully be claimed. That is the skill that I wish every woman on this planet had, every feminine essence being on this planet had, to stand in sovereign whole self and allow for whatever deepest desires, oftentimes we keep them hidden, to just be so receptive, so open. Um, I don't have another word for it, but claimed. And not all of us have that. Not all of us have that. So that's the option to work with those two. And that's Persephone online retreat, Persephone plus Hades brings in the other two modules to work with that. Whew. We're doing it. We're doing it. We've got one left. We've got one left. <laughs> All right. Um, good old Lilith. Um, who doesn't love a good session on Lilith? Um, I'm not going <laughs> to try to get as fired up as I did when we were working through Kali. Um, but let's feel into um, wild woman. This is wild woman territory. And you can see it in our culture. You can see it in the collective, like wild woman sisterhood. Um, rise, sister, rise. Like reclamation of the wild woman in, it, within. And Lilith, Lilith has this capacity to one awaken that one awaken that in us so some of us express a little bit of wild woman and i want to say wild woman as free right as as free like liberated liberated whole woman liberated whole woman of that has acceptance of self this is part of what lilith brings to us is is just this radical acceptance i accept 
me in all of me. I accept, and what that brings is <laughs> we then stand in a place where we don't depend on the good opinion of others, right? It doesn't harm us in the way that it would when we don't necessarily have the approval from mommy and daddy or the, all of those sorts of things, right? Lilith, she, she brings us to a place of loving our fullness, loving who we are, loving the feminine aspects that we maybe had a hard time loving right? Loving the parts of self that family systems told us were not good. Loving the parts of self that society says are not appropriate, right? She's like, fuck appropriate. Fuck cultural norms. This is the wild, ferocious feminine. This is me. And it's not a, she, she, she brings us to this third stage Lilith, right? It's not just this this stuck in second stage, I, but like I woman hear me roar, fuck you, I'm angry and I'm rage filled and I just want revenge. No, no, that's like the Kali fucking t-shirts. That's like the Kali t-shirts and it's garbage. It's garbage. It's only halfway there. It's only halfway where Lilith is asking us to go. It's not to be stuck in spite and hate and revenge on the masculine or revenge on the patriarchy or revenge on family and culture and all of that stuff. Although we often have to go through that phase. We often have to find ways where we can release the pent-up rage, the pent-up grief, the pent-up fear that we're not only holding from this lifetime, but from ancestral lines, from collective energies, from past lifelines, from karma stored in our systems. So it's finding appropriate ways to do that. Lilith Online Retreat is one of those appropriate ways to do that is one of those appropriate ways to do that, where we're held in a safe space, we're working with third stage Lilith energy to invite us to move through the second stage to that third stage, where it is radical acceptance of all of the feminine, right? So if the feminine is in all of her expressions is linked to, this is just a metaphor I like to use because it's simple, weather patterns, right? Instead of, oh, I only like bright sunny days with gentle rain. Lilith is like, I like bright sunny days with gentle rain. I like tsunamis. I like tornadoes. I like high wind. I like all of the things that you all have deemed bad and wrong and not good girl. So Lilith, I'm sorry, my hair is doing this like wild fluffy thing in my eyeballs. I want to Lilith my hair. <laughs> I just want to burn it. Um, Lilith liberates us. She, she liberates us. She liberates us and really teaches us that the feminine is not this, right? What family taught us or society's telling us or whatever. She's this, right? She's this. She's this much more. And when we have access to that much more juice, that much more life force, that much more of our essence. And when we have access to our fucking no, access to our fucking no, that's part of what working with all of these dark goddesses gifts, but Lilith especially. Access to our 
capacity to stand open-hearted, totally loving, totally serving the moment and go, no, no, that does not serve this moment. No, I will not sleep with you in this moment because it's not right. And it's a discernment and it's a truth, right? We all have this truth. We're all barometers for truth. The feminine is a barometer for truth barometer for truth but we've overridden that capacity we've overridden that intuitive system we've overridden the barometer the barometer happens it happens immediately happens immediately instantly something presents itself boom you know instantly 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 but then our bodies different patterning different nervous system patterning we've developed over our lifetime our mental patterning our brain patterning our thought patterning we override it right we override it like no Having sex with you in this moment is not fucking true. It's not true. You are full of energetics that you just want to puke into my system and you want me to process that for you, right? You want me to process that for you. I fucking know that I know it in the instant. I do not want to have sex with you because it will give me a yeast infection because of the energetics behind it. No, right? But we override it. We go, oh, if I don't have sex with you in this moment, then we're gonna get into an argument, and then we're not gonna talk for four days, and I don't, fuck off, right? This is the gift, it's truth. This is truth, not that the energy can't shift in another five minutes and making love is perfect then, right? It's not to say that the energy doesn't shift in 30 seconds, right? But it's the capacity to go, boom, no! That is not true, that does not serve the moment, that is not the greatest gift we can be giving the world in this moment. Boom! And the gift that that is to ourselves and to every single person around us is beyond the beyond. I can't even describe the gift that that is. That brings us all into consciousness, that brings us all into a different place of love, it brings us all into a completely different vibration. But it is our job to call it out and stand in our truth. It is the feminine's job to call it out. We, we need to start calling it out. We need to start saying when it doesn't fucking feel right. We need to, because we've let the masculine, including the masculine in ourselves, get away with a bunch of bullshit that never felt right. But we overrode it. We overrode it. And we do it. We do it in our lives too. Our masculine will override our own feminine all of the time. And Lilith puts a stop to it. Lilith, that is one of her greatest gifts. She also liberates sexuality. She's also a beautiful um, energy to work with around sexual liberation because it's that radical acceptance. She releases us from the shame and the guilt and you know, all the crap that we carry around. Um, so that's our Lilith online retreat. Let me just check our time really quick. I promised, I'm just opening up my computer quick. Um, Okay, so those are the five retreats. Just to summarize this super quick, it's Lilith online retreat, it's Persephone online retreat, it's Kali online retreat, it's Birthing a New World online retreat, and it's Sexual Healing and Awakening, both online and in-person retreats. Um, that all of this energy comes from, all of these transmissions come from, all of these activations that we've gone into today um, comes from this place. So, um, uh, is it possible? Okay, Leo's sending me questions. Yeah! So there's some really great questions that have come about, and I promised um, those of you who are here live that I would open the door to some questions. Um, so I'm going to answer, I don't know, we'll see. Not, not too many, because I don't want to go over an hour, and we've got about 10 minutes left. So I want to answer some, some of the juicy 
um, questions. And not that they're not all juicy, but um, whatever, whatever gets sent to me, we're going to dive into those. Let me feel for a second um, if there's anything else that serves this moment before I dive into questions. Um, I just want to speak from a place of the divine feminine and this place of um, there are so many gifts that she's just waiting to give us. She's, there are so many um, ways that she can heal, shift, transform, alchemize, not just our own, you know, physical beings, energetic beings, emotional beings, mental beings, but our lives, our lives. The beautiful part of working with the feminine and Shakti is that it's embodied grace. It is embodied grace. It's soul, right? It's soul and it's embodied grace and it flows through our beings, our bodies. It flows into the tangible, physical, real world stuff. It flows into our relationships. It flows into what we create. It flows into how we parent our babies. This is what she does. This is the gift of working with Shakti or the goddesses or the divine feminine or, or this um, flavor of grace, this flavor of grace, not to diminish, if we're gonna talk divine feminine, not to diminish, and we'll just go over here to divine masculine, not to diminish that in any way, in any way, right? They are one in, they are, you know, two parts of the same puzzle. They are two sides of the same coin. They are two sides of the same coin. And so it isn't about feminine practices are better. They're just different. They take us to different places. They open different things. They touch our lives in different ways. They touch our bodies in different ways. They demand different things of us, right? It's just different. Okay, that felt important. All right, um, last really quick thing that I wanna share here now on the live is these retreats are coming off the website. So all five of these have been up available to purchase at any time. They're not disappearing, but they're coming off of the website. They won't be for sale after the 15th. It's something that feels very much in alignment for us, and I can't explain all of the details behind it. It's just us trusting and us just following the flow and really listening to what feels true. So that's why we're removing them. We wanted to share that with everyone because I know a lot of our community has been waiting like, oh, cool, I'll do, I'll do Kali at the start of the year. I'll do, well, you can do that. It's lifetime access but they won't be for sale. <laughs> so you kind of got to do them now. And in order to kind of, I don't know, just um, say we love you and want to support your decisions and all of that, there's a 30% off sale on them until midnight on the 14th. So you'll see details about that all over the place. Um, Leo, maybe you can leave a couple of links. There you go. Thanks, Leo. Sale code Lionsgate. You might see rewilding 30 as another code flying around. Either works. Um, okay, let me let me go into some questions. Ah! All right. Is it possible to have a connection with more than one archetype? 100%. When we do a retreat, an in-person retreat, <laughs> we will go through six archetypes in four days, minimum. 
oftentimes many more. But minimum, we will go through six archetypes in four days. Um, we will go through six different Shaktis, six different flavors of archetypes in four days. And when we will connect intimately as a circle with all six of them, personally and uniquely, you know, like I was sharing about Kali and my own personal journey with her, we are all wired very differently and some of them will be more primary archetypes for us. So some of them, I'm trying to give you a number and my brain's like, yeah, don't give a number. Um, I'm trying to, to say like, you know, we all have roughly four or five primary archetypes who are very close to us. Um, we can feel multiple archetypes at the same time. We can work with multiple archetypes at the same time. We can, um, they can shift and change for us. So I could go through a very work, that Kali energy is very intimate and those are my, those are my practices, are around Kali practices. And then it can shift to like Hygieia practices where it's just Kundalini goddess of miraculous awakening. And so they can shift, they can change throughout our lives. Um, as we go through different phases of our life. So yes, the answer is yes. And that's a long way of saying that. All right, um, can men do these and how do they affect men? So the online sexual healing and awakening retreat was designed for both men and women. I know it's on rewilding for women and it talks to women, but it was designed for men and women because I knew that there were a few couples going through that when I was creating it. So it was actually created in a way that is open to both men and women. Men who want to work with feminine essence in their body are very welcome to do any of these online workshops. You will just have to get over some of my languaging. So you're welcome to, I really, really, really feel so strongly. This is why our Facebook group is open to all genders. This is why most of our programs that came out this year is open to all genders, because I feel incredibly strongly that it is time for us all to work with feminine energy and it not to be just held in women's wisdom circles, right? It is let her gift far and wide because it will gift the world. It will shift the world. Um, so any, any man, woman, person is so incredibly welcome to do any of these retreats. Just know that you might have to shift words. Like at the start of this live, I said, when we were doing a practice together, go into your womb. Doesn't matter if you don't have a physical womb, go into that space. Oh, birthing a new world was also created with men in that space. So I know that men have gone through both sexual healing and awakening online and birthing a new world because I remember even using languaging in that one where it opened it up. Um, we all have womb wisdom. We all have that, that capacity. We are all creators. We all have the capacity to tap into all of these energies, whether we're in a woman body, we're in a man body, we're in a man woman body, we're in a androgynous body, we're in a, a no sex body. Well, it doesn't matter. It's, they're just, they're raw energies and they're there to gift us um, in all ways. Just, just be cognizant of my languaging around them because I created them um, and it was just under rewilding for women. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, there's two more questions that I'm going to go into. What do we have? We have two minutes. I don't know if I can do them in two minutes. We'll see what happens. How do we navigate that shadow aspect of sexuality 
when you've suppressed sacred sexuality for most of your life. Um, I'm going to just simplify that for, for the whole of our group here. How do we navigate the shadow aspect of sacred sexuality or of sexuality? Let's take out sacred because I think sometimes we get like, oh wait, that's something different than sexuality. Oh, that must be like light filled. No, it can be like dark, wild, raw, rip your skin off your body and it's still sacred sexuality. So I don't want us to get confused by that. And let's just talk about how do we navigate that shadow aspect of sexuality when you've maybe not worked in that territory. You do it with support. You do it with intention. You do it with circles and spaces and people and guides and therapists and friends who can hold that sacred love filled space around sexuality. It's not easy to find spaces, facilitators, therapists that can that have done the work themselves. It's, it's oftentimes years and years and years. I know for me, it was a decade. It was a decade of work around sexual energy, a decade of work before I came anywhere near being able to hold a space for it. Anywhere near. Because it's so loaded. So for me, if I were gonna share, how do you start to walk into this, um, this aspect, this shadow territory of sexuality, and you start to open up to it, you, one, really, really trust, really, really trust your intuition. Even if it's just like a tiny little voice, you really trust where you're called, what book you're called to read, um, what workshop you're called to do, who you're called to talk to about it, right? Who you're called to talk to about it, right? Feel as though you are guarding, protecting something that is very, very vulnerable when you're going into this territory and you create a space where you are, you are protecting something that is very vulnerable, right? Like a vulnerable child and you create that space and you hold that space very sacred. You hold that space very nourishing, very love-filled, right? And you don't let the wolves into the space. You trust, you feel, you honor, and you, you really, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. Ooh, there are so many treacherous paths um, to be called down, right? So many sacred sexual paths that um, are not coming from that high, 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 high um, place. Hmm. Oh gosh. Really the only thing that I can share is trust that still small voice within. That still small voice within. You just have to trust it. You have to trust that still small voice within because what could be a great teacher for me around sacred sexuality could be the worst teacher for you around sacred sexuality, right? For me, working with a man could be, or in a predominantly masculine essence space, could be 
the most healing thing that I need and the perfect thing for me, but it could be totally detrimental <laughs> or could not, might not serve you in the same way. So it's, it is so, 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 just trusting, 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 and bringing a lot of love, a lot of love, and that I am enough, I am enough, and bringing that, like, I am perfect just the way that I am. I am not wounded, I am not, right? That, 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 that right? And holding that radical acceptance around that radical love, pour the love, pour the love, hold, nourish, pour the love, right? Pour the love and go, don't let the ego get in there where it's like, go faster, get through this quicker. This should be, this should have been done a long time ago. Whatever that story is, that narrative, let that go. You are in the perfect place with your sexuality right now. You are in, it was perfectly designed. It was perfectly designed, perfectly designed for your soul's path. That sucks to hear. Perfectly designed. Where you are at with your sexuality in this moment is perfectly designed. Perfectly designed. And so if we stand in that place, if it's perfectly designed, I'm perfectly in the right place. All right, and if I were gonna move and I were gonna really walk my path, walk my path, what is the next breadcrumb? What am I called to? Maybe you're called to do sexual healing and awakening online retreat with me. Maybe you're called to jump, to jump in the deep end and do in person. Maybe you're not called to work with me, but whatever it is, it's trusting that. It's trusting that. It's trusting that and knowing that you are gonna bring up some shame. You are gonna bring up some um, old patterns. You are, you are gonna be working um, in that territory and just hold that sacred space for it. Hold that sacred space for it. And don't go when you're not called. <laughs> That's another aspect of listening to the still small voice within. Don't go when you're not called. Don't, don't go somewhere you're not called to go. Because <laughs> there's a divine timing to it. If I would have gone into my sexuality in my early 20s, oh, good Lord. I would have gotten nowhere, right? A guy could have, like, made it a longer journey. Not that time is ever anything. Um, but just trusting. Just, just really trusting. All right. Um, I want to end on that piece um, because we're past our hour. I am so grateful that we get to do what we get to do together. I've loved that we got to explore these different energies and different archetypes and goddesses and capacities and retreats. If something is calling to you, I would love to walk that, walk that road with you. I would love to open those doors with you. I would love to share all of these Shakti goddesses with you, all of these energies, all of these different feminine wisdom practices. Um, the offer's there. It won't always be there, um, but it's there right now. So um, just a lot of love for what we're doing together. Thank you all um, who've been here on the live and who are here on the replay. It is an absolute honor. It is, yeah. Thank you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.